Um, so if this thing wasn't involving the Coliseum, take the Coliseum out of the equation entirely. Yeah, yeah, that's the then thing. There wouldn't really be any reason to do what you're what you're proposing with there, because because what she's saying is, if that land was put up for sale or lease yeah. by the city to private yeah. entities, yeah. then we could have more competition. The, the mayor might lose his neighborhood vision or whatever, but you might actually make more revenue if there was more competition. That's for that what I'm property. saying. Yeah. So the Coliseum is the hinge of this because somebody wants to rebuild this Coliseum that I would argue we don't need to do. Now, Richmond is, I think, in terms of media markets, Richmond, I think, is 46th or 44th. So you look, right look at Norfolk. Yeah. Norfolk's somewhere around 27th. Look at Raleigh-Durham. There's somewhere around 17th. Washington, D.C. is number 8. So this is not a build it and they will come situation. You build a coliseum here. The, the ball teams are still going to go to the bigger media markets. And so I don't know why we need a coliseum in the first place. Um, so let me tell you what I think about that. Uh, Please. I'm not comfortable talking down our hometown. I've lived here my whole life. I'm not talking it down. I'm just stating the facts. I'll let, let me state some, some other facts. Okay. So we, uh, as part of our response to the mayor's RFP, we went out and uh, it required us to commission a third-party independent study uh, of the demographics of the area of the region of Central Virginia uh, and compare that to other cities of similar sizes around the country who have arenas that are similar to the size that we're proposing. Uh, what we found, we looked at a dozen different cities and we found that Richmond is the number two on that list uh, that does not have a serious arena. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Uh, if you go to Lincoln, Nebraska, for example, they have an arena in downtown Lincoln that's about the size of the one we're proposing here. Lincoln uh, is a cool town, but it is a town. There are about 300,000 people that live in the entire Lincoln metro area. That's it. Uh, 45 minutes up the road in Nebraska is Omaha, which is about the same size. That is the entire population of the entire state of Nebraska right there. Both of them have an arena about the size that we're talking about. The one in Lincoln is about five, six years old. Uh, it is um, vastly nicer than the one we have now, and it's profitable, and here's why. Um, they got, it's brand new, it's well designed, and it is in a mixed use neighborhood like we're proposing here. They have, on average, 120 events a year there, which if you do the math, is about one every three days. We have an event at the current Coliseum about once a month uh, because the building is in bad shape and nobody wants to come there. Uh, that's why the building costs us as taxpayers a million and a half dollars a year just to keep it open. In Lincoln, it is profitable because they got regular events in there and it's a quality space. Now, you don't have to take my word for it. Uh, you can call any, there are four major uh, 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 coliseum management companies in the United States <coughs> knocking down our door to come here and get the contract to operate the new arena. Um, we can debate whether you need one or not. I think the capital city of a major state does. I think it's a, the sort of amenity that makes this a cool place to live. Uh, I don't think that I... Ask anybody that went to see uh, 
uh, Keith Urban in Charlottesville two weeks ago. I think we've all got it in our minds that um, it's okay to be forced to go out of town to see something, to go to Charlottesville. And what happens when you go to Charlottesville? You get there, you go to a show, uh, you stay till it's done, and then you think, oh, well, I got an hour to get back home, I gotta hop in the car and go. But if you're right downtown, you can take the pulse down there, or if you live across the street, you can walk across the street. What you're probably gonna do is you're gonna leave your office downtown at the end of the workday, walk over, go to a new restaurant in the neighborhood, sit down, have supper, then go to the show. And if the show's cool and you had a good time, you might say, hey, let's go have a nightcap afterwards and go to another restaurant in the neighborhood. And when you do all that, you personally have a cool experience, but the city thrives because more money is coming in and more tax revenue. And if you remember, when we raised the meals tax back in the early part of the year, all that money is dedicated to school construction, and that's a big deal. Sorry, one last thought on Lincoln, Nebraska. Here's the difference. If 300,000 people in the entire metro area and another arena up this, like 45 minutes up the road, both of them are full and profitable and nice amenities for the town, the Richmond area has one million more people than they have in Lincoln, Nebraska. But you left something important out. What's up? One of the biggest ongoing frauds in the city is presenters not paying the admissions tax or frauding the city on the admissions tax. So I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, everything that we're gonna do is gonna be fully open and transparent. And we're gonna well, I, I don't know that. I'm just chance. saying that everything, uh, well, I don't even wanna go into it, uh, naming names, but believe me. I understand. Yes, ma'am. 